Good morning. Today, while I'm recording, it is Monday morning. It is gray here where I'm at. And we had some snow over the weekend, so everything is a little whiter. And it is pretty cold. I think it was 12 when I woke up and felt like negative 2. So it's a little chillier here. Although, we haven't had any negative 30s yet this year, I don't think, which is quite unusual. Usually we have a week of just bitter, bitter cold. And we haven't had that yet. I haven't missed it, but I am curious as to if we're going to have it. And if we don't, what our spring is going to be like. So yeah, things are moving along here at the Coleman Place. Thank you for listening to Embracing Homemaking. I am your host, Leah Coleman. And I just love to share um, each week, twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, um, just about different ways that you can embrace homemaking, no matter where you're at. If you're in the city, if you're in the country, if you're married, if you're single, if you're empty nester, if you have kids at home, if you homeschool, if you send your kids to public school, um, if you have a career, no matter where you're at in life, us as women have the great opportunity and privilege to be homemakers. And that's just making our homes a place that people want to come to, that our family loves to be in. And if we're single, that is just a place of peace to come home to and we can um, serve people in that way. And, um, so anyway, I just share different things on this podcast of what's going on here and, um, encouraging each of us every day to just embrace homemaking and what all that means. And this podcast series is embracing goals. And I talk a lot about goals, different goals that I'm doing And today I'm going to talk about my goals for my garden this year. And I am really excited and at the same time very nervous because right now I have a 30 by 30 garden, which when I, it's a decent sized garden, but my ultimate goal as I have been learning gardening skills and, um, embracing my homemaking skills more and realizing that the value of homegrown food, healthy food for us that feeds our bodies. I talk a lot about that. Um, I, I have realized that my garden is not big enough to feed us for a year. And that is a huge goal of mine. Um, long-term goal. I would love to have a garden of produce that our family eats and enjoys and maybe not always enjoys, but it's good for us. Um, I would love to have enough for a year. So by the time harvest is over, it would get us to the next year um, or get us through that whole year. And so that is not my goal this year. It is, however, to expand my garden I think if I expanded my garden from a 30 by 30 this year to what I would need to feed my family on produce for a year, I think I would go crazy. I think it would be too much. I would be overwhelmed. I would quit. Um, And that is one thing I have learned is to just do the next thing, but don't do it so much that you give up before you even get started. And I've talked about that with reading goals, but especially like hard, hard things like gardening, it is, it is not easy. I think of all the people that started gardening last spring because of 
the nationwide shutdown and um, concerns over food shortages. And, you know, I talked to a few of my gardening friends and I just giggled, but not in a giggled about it, but was like, wow, I hope, I wonder how it went for all the very first time gardeners, because I know when we first moved here and it's been <clears throat> over seven years ago and I had my first garden here, it was a disaster. Like it was, it was full of weeds we put a hot wire fence around it to keep the deer out. The weeds got into that fence. It pulled it. It just looked disgusting. I mean, I don't know if you could even find the plants. You could find the weeds because they were everywhere. And just over every year, I would just try a little something different, a little something different. And a few years ago, I think it's been three. This might be three. This might be your three in this garden plot. It might be your four. I can't remember exactly. But um, a few years ago, we, Jason and I sat down and we planned this garden, this 30 by 30 garden, and it made all the difference. I mean, we wrote it out. We calculated um, how we, wide we wanted the rows, how we, wide we wanted the walking paths, um, <clears throat> what the perimeter of it would look like, where the fence posts would go. We planned and planned and planned, and it made all the difference. Um, and <clears throat> excuse me, I have a frog in my throat. Um, and so that's what we're going to do to expand my garden. My garden is not going to be expanded in the same spot because this, the current garden is in our backyard. There's a lot of trees back there. So, um, where, where it is right now gets plenty of sun. I don't want to take up any more of my backyard. Um, so we're going to put it out in our pasture in the spot that the pigs were, um, that's the plan. We'll see if that changes. I'm not real sure. Um, so anyway, all that to say, gardening is not easy. It obviously is going to come easier to some people than others. Um, I have to really work at it, um, and learn and, uh, read. And I mean, I don't even research as much as I should, but, um, there is a, there are two books that I am utilizing this year. One is for my garden and then one is for, um, flowers because I would love my place to have flowers, more flowers all around it. And I don't, I, that does not come naturally to me. So I have to be told, okay, this flower looks good with this flower. And this flower is going to bloom in the spring, but die out at the beginning of summer. So then you're going to want a flower that's going to start blooming in June to take the place of the one that just died out and all that stuff. So you have color all year long rather than just the spring or just the summer or just the fall. So I don't know naturally how to do that. Um, I am learning. And that book is called, I actually picked it up at a rummage sale for 50 cents a few years ago. And I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to hang on to it for when I need it. It's called perennial all-stars, the 150 best perennials for great looking trouble-free gardens by Jeff Cox. And I love this book. I was looking through it yesterday and it like, for instance, if it talks about daylilies, it will tell you all about daylilies, um, their blooming seasons, how to plant them, what kind of sunlight they need what kind of watering they need. But then in the corner of that two page um, section, 
it um, has, I'll look it up here real fast. It's called, um, they have a little spot, co-stars for whatever plant you're looking at. So that just means, um, it just tells you what flowers will look good with it. What flowers, if, if the flower you're planting only blooms in the spring, it'll say, okay, plant this one and it'll look good in, in starting in June. Anyway, it's super, super helpful. I'm really excited to use it. And what I am doing with my um, flower planning is I got a big white piece of poster board. Got this idea off a homesteader I follow. And um, I am drawing out in pencil and then we'll put marker over it when I'm done. Um, drawing out my place. So I put, put on the poster board where my house is at, the driveway, the garage, where the trees are. And then I'm going to um, start going through this perennial all-stars book and start writing notes all over my place on my poster board of what flowers I want where. Now, like I already have a section in my yard of peonies, which I love. So now I'm going to research in this book what looks good with those. Um, and then I'll mark that down on my poster board. So the idea is to have flowers around my place all year long, just to keep learning. Um, this is obviously something I enjoy, but it's obviously still something that is work for me too. And so it's good to learn. It's good to grow in these areas. I love flowers like our back, um, the west side of our house along the house. It's all hollyhocks. Oh my goodness. I love hollyhocks. And they're so pretty and they reseed themselves every fall. And, um, and so it is just really fun to see all these flowers. So I, that's one thing I'm doing for flowers. Now for my garden, back to that, the other book I am looking through, um, is actually specific to our area. It's called successful gardening on the Northern Prairie by Eric Ferguson. I picked this up at our awesome local um, nursery, <clears throat> and this book tells you everything, um, what works well here, what doesn't work well here, how to water, what, what to do with your trees, your shrubs, your apple trees, um, different plants you can plant. Um, uh, I think they said that blueberries, it's not even worth trying here, so I'm not... I can't remember for sure. I thought that that's what the lady told me when I picked this book up, which was funny because I had planted blueberries like the summer before and my, my berry bushes did not do well, but I don't know that I planted them in the right spot because I had no idea what I was doing. So, um, this is a good reference book. Um, I did learn that there are two weeds that grow like huh, weeds around here. Um, and they're actually edible. So I was really excited to learn that because I I looked up a picture when I was reading this book, then I Googled these weeds and I was like, yeah, they're everywhere. I'm constantly pulling them. Well, now I know that we can eat them. One is um, lamb's, lamb's quarters. Um, and that one is kind of like spinach, I guess they said. It's actually more nutritious than spinach. And then the other one, I can't remember offhand what it is, but it pops up in my... Um, cracks in my sidewalk. And, um, it's actually very nutritious for you as well. So not everything that grows that we think is bad is actually bad for you. So, um, I'm excited about that. 
So I will use this book, Successful Gardening on the Northern Prairie by Eric Ferguson um, to just guide me in what I need to do. Um, I did learn through this book that I have a red, red twig, red twig dogwood, I think something like that tree out front. It's a bush and it's huge. And I read, um, that that actually needs to be cut back like to the very ground every four years. Well, that explains why it's so ginormous right now. And so I was like, well, okay, well, I wonder what time of year do I have to wait now till fall and go through a whole nother summer of this huge tree, but no, I can actually do it in late winter, early spring. So I just love learning these little tidbits that I have. I'm clueless on. I really am. Um, I am curious as to why my, um, my irises on the south side of the house bloom well, my irises in the front of my house. So on the east side of the house, never get a flower on it. I wonder why that is. I don't know if I planted them in the wrong spot. So maybe I can find that out in this book. Um, so my garden is going to be bigger this year. Um, I actually filled out some forms that I had found on, on the internet of how to plan. So you know how many plants to get to feed your family for a year. So like I said, I probably am not going to do the year, but obviously I need to know what a year looks like. And then I can decide, you know, like half a year or whatever. So what am I growing this year? I am growing cucumbers to pickle. We love the little dill pickles and sliced pickles. And they're so delicious. They're even good just to snack on. I'm going to grow a lot more carrots because homegrown carrots taste so, so different than store-bought carrots. Um, peppers, tomatoes. I have rhubarb plants in my garden um, and some um, little green onions. I'm going to grow onions, potatoes, um, jalapeno peppers. I don't know if you guys have ever made strawberry jalapeno jelly, but it is delicious. I do not like jalapenos. I do not like spice. Like Jason teases me that ketchup is almost too spicy for me. Um, but actually this jelly jalapeno strawberry jelly is not spicy. It's just got a hint of heat and it's so good. It's just so good. So I'll grow those for that. Um, peppers, onions, tomatoes, potatoes, um, green beans, lots of green beans. I did not get enough last year. I don't know if it was just an off year. I don't know what it was. It was not enough to last me till the next year. Um, I always pick corn, always. I pick corn at a friend. They grow corn um, and then they just let people come and pick it if they want it. So I did that last year with a friend and we got a lot of corn and that felt good. Um, I want to do a lot of butternut squash, spaghetti squash, zucchini, delicata squash. Those delicata squashes are so tasty. I just poke holes in it because they're small, like I'd say like a size of a sweet potato. And I just poke holes in it, throw it in the microwave, six, seven minutes and open it up and just eat it out with my lunch. Oh my goodness. They're so good. So I want a lot of delicata squashes. Um, spaghetti squash, butternut squash, zucchini, yellow zucchini. Um, I had to reorder though, not reorder. I had to order those seeds. I made my first seed purchase, um, a couple weeks ago. Those came in and 
I didn't order any of the squash variety seeds because I had scooped them out of the, of the squashes that we were eating. And then I learned again, learning, um, probably a lot of you already know this, but hybrid seeds, which I'm assuming that that's what they were hybrid plants, hybrid seeds from those plants will not produce. And so I'm thinking back to last year, how my zucchini plant gave me like two zucchinis and usually they're producing more than you can even stand. And I'm thinking that that's what I did was I planted a seed out of a zucchini that I had scraped the seeds out of the year before. And so it just wasn't able to produce because it was probably hybrid. So there's a tip for you. Heirloom, you can replant the seeds from those plants. Hybrids, you cannot. And so I had to order quickly those yesterday um, because like I've told you before, seeds are going quickly again. And so I had to get online real quick yesterday and order those. Thankfully, they had them. So I'm excited about that. I am going to try okra because Jason loves pickled okra. I've never grown okra. I like to try something, one or two new things every year. Um, I'm going to try eggplant again because I just, I really want it to work. Like I really want to like it. And I have a friend who loves it. And then one of the podcast ladies I listen to, she absolutely loves eggplant. And so I'm going to do it again and see if I can perfect perfect this and just be really intentional about eating it and serving it at meals. Um, what else am I growing? I'm not growing pumpkins, although maybe I should. Um, trying to think what we all like. Peppers, tomatoes last year. I'm, I'm not a big fan of canning. I don't, I'm not even, I'm too nervous to try a pressure cooker or pressure can or whatever it is. Um, and last year my tomatoes were boo thumbs down. They did not produce well. And I had like 18 tomato plants. They did stinky, but the tomatoes that I did have, and then I went and bought some at the, at the garden place in the town near us. Um, what I did was I just washed them up, diced them up, threw them in a freezer bag and froze them. And I actually really love that because it's super easy. Um, all I do when I need them and I usually use it for like chili. That's really all I need it for. Um, is I just pull them out of the freezer, thaw them out, throw them in my Ninja blender, blend it up. It's perfect. Then I don't have to can it. I don't have to peel the skins off. It works great. That's how I love to do it. I love stuff that's quick and easy. Um, so I'm really hoping my tomato plants work out well this year. I'm probably going to do a lot, a lot, a lot of romas because that makes a thicker sauce. Um, and then a couple plants just for eating fresh. Um, I like beefsteak and stuff like that. And a couple cherry tomatoes because we love, me and Ty especially, love to eat cherry tomatoes. Sugar snap peas, of course, those are delicious. I'm going to do way more of those because um, we really do like to snack on those. Um, gosh, what else? That's all I can remember right now. And just lots of them. So that's gardening goals over this year. I'll keep you updated on exactly what size of garden I'm going to do. Um, we are very careful about our garden. We do not till it up. We use a broad fork, which gently loosens the soil. So it doesn't disrupt what the worms are doing underneath because what they do is extremely important to the soil and to the life of the plants. So we broad fork it. Um, that's a big workout. And, um, Jake actually enjoys doing that for me, thankfully. 
Um, I just have to be super careful in the spring when my rhubarb plants aren't up very well because one year I dug them up on accident with the broad fork. So that was a bummer, but I flagged them out last year. So I didn't dig them up last year. So yeah, I'm really excited about this gardening season. I'm really excited for sunshine, warm weather, sitting outside with coffee or tea, um, being outside working. Um, January does not do me well. Like the only exciting thing in January is Taylor's birthday. And the fact that it's almost February, which means it's almost March, which means it's almost spring, which is my favorite season. So I hope you all are having fun with your goals. If you live in a small apartment or a small house that doesn't have much of a yard, but you want a garden, but you can't have one. If there's not a community garden space, I know sometimes in the city when we lived in Denver, um, they have community garden places that you can buy a plot for the summer and plant your garden. If you don't have one of those, then just get some pots of tomato plants and um, pepper plants and just do something. Go to the final local um, farmer's market, get fresh produce. It tastes so much better and it feels, it feels so good to just have fresh produce. So have fun with your goals. Um, have fun with your gardening aspirations. Remember to just, if it fails your first time, it didn't go as well as you had hoped, but you learned something, then hang on to that. Because like I said, I think back to my first garden here and it was, it's actually hilarious to think that it would even be called a garden. And people were so kind. <laughs> they were so kind. Oh, your garden looks so good. Oh, thank you. But it was just the right words because it gave me courage to continue on. So just keep moving forward. That's all the best that we can do, right? And if you learn one thing, you learn one thing and that's that's important. So anyway, have a great week. I will talk to you again on Thursday about more goals.